Welcome to the Gentleman's Guide to the World Below. You know, it was some time ago that I first entered the world below. I don't come from this world, mind you. I am not a native to the vast underneath, far from it. My own world, I think you probably know of a little better. Uh, but that is why I'm educating you. It's why I'm explaining to you the nature of the world below, the things that I've encountered, the people I've seen, the monsters I've met, and in some cases fled from or killed. This world below is a strange place. There's so much that's familiar and yet so much that's chaotic. Chaos is a word that is very commonly used in this place. Chaos certainly more than law. Of course, chaos and chaos aren't the same thing. There's chaos to mean disruption, misrule, anarchy, uh, people acting in a way that does not conform to polite society. And that's true, that exists in the world below as well. But there is also chaos. This chaos is a form of magic. You see, to the best of my ability, as I have wandered the many tunnels, passages, climbed down chasms and visited settlements in the world below, I have never been able to truly answer the question, how do the people down here survive? How is it that people in the world below are capable of subsisting of the limited oxygen, clean water, foodstuffs down here? Yes, if you go to the temple of the benevolent earth, those Templars will tell you the world below provides... And they will explain that the world below accounts for the very many people that are down here, that it provides nourishment, sustenance, just enough so that the worthy can survive. But I believe the answer is a little more complex than simply the world below being a benevolent matriarch to all of the people within it. My suspicion is this chaos, this chaotic energy, the very stuff that the spellcasters here pull upon to fuel their magics, what they call sorceries, well, it tells me that there is an energy at play here. It's loose, and it emerges from quite far down, on a stratum where the well is situated. Now, the well is not easy to access. I have yet to see it with my own eyes, though I have certainly heard about it from many Supposedly, the well is the font of creation. Supposedly, the well is everything a sane mind will aspire to. Because if you can reach the well, if you can grab it with your hands, if you can harness it, if you can breathe it in, taste it, then you will become immortal. You will want for nothing. And this is an endless source of power. There is plenty to go around, but those individuals who ward the well off from others, the so-called well liches, well, they, they don't want to share. They allow just a fraction of the energy to escape, just enough to keep everyone else alive, but not enough to allow them power enough to challenge the well liches' domination. So I have encountered parties, bands, groups, packs of marauders, explorers, 
hunters. They're a group by the name of Hureth's Bones. They are bandits or raiders at best. Just conniving murderers at worst. And yet I found a, uh, found a band of them. They had recently slain some colossal Arthuri, a giant beetle. They were consuming the flesh from inside its shell. I was maintaining a firm distance, but being polite enough to introduce myself. And one of these bones, they told me that they were headed to the well to seize the power and share it with their people. It was not their intention to descend and become well liches themselves, become eternal monarchs responsible for safeguarding the world below. No, they cared about their own people, and the only way they could make their own people prosper, fruitful, if you like, was to clasp chaos, drag it to where their community was based, and give it as gifts, nourishment only to their people. Now, it was an interesting proposition. After all, this is chaos. Chaos does not wish to be wrangled, does not wish to be snared, pulled, harnessed, or indeed controlled. The Welliches were somehow able, but they were keeping it almost static. What would happen if this chaos was spread elsewhere? When I parted ways with Hureth's Bones Pack, I was all but certain they would never actually meet their objective. There are so many strata between where they were and where the well is and each strata is either inhabited or infested with the dark or prone to some environmental terror or at risk of collapse or if they were caught during their sojourn during a calm season where the chaos storms rage well that would be their journey over not to mention I very much doubt the well liches would just give them what they wanted on a plate but it was when I stopped off in one of the settlements near where I encountered this uh, raiding pack. It went by the name of Mudtown. Mudtown, well, it's hardly an auspicious name, and yet I could understand why it was popular. The ground there was soft, clay, chalky, it was easy to dig, it was easy to construct, and certainly people seemed to be living shoulder to shoulder and on top of each other in this place. A great communal feeling, a great feeling of communal struggle. While there was little wealth to be had, there was certainly community spirit. There was a constant rumble in the earth that at first I thought was earthquakes, but I was very swiftly reassured that, no, it is just that the inhabitants of, the, of Mudtown will often conduct arthry races around the town's perimeter in the tunnels surrounding it. Again, these giant beetles, some of them with huge horns, will serve as mounts for the people of Mudtown who will race <laughs> destroying all manner of scenery and environment around them but it keeps them occupied now I was in Mudtown as I say and it was warm and the air was sticky and I felt well this is a place where no it is not opulent but the people seem content and yet still even there as I spoke to a group of guilders, they were all talking about their paid expedition to the well. They were prepared to pay any party brave enough to delve that deep in all manner of rich, precious ores, not to mention chaos rocks and more. 
so that not so that they could spread the well's power to a select few but so that they could spread it to everyone this seemed like an utterly foolhardy notion and as soon as i heard this i thought well the hureth's bones raiding pack has a greater possibility because this ostensible benevolence this idea of spreading power to everyone so that everyone was suddenly equal level regardless of the strata they occupied how would one go about doing that how would one go about doing that without deciding that person is worthy and that person is not what happens if when holding this chaos in your hand the person you're about to give it to cuts your hand off or snatches for the chaos do they deserve it at that point if you have the magic perhaps to spread the chaos evenly maybe it is possible but even then you know that some of the creatures out there will use that chaotic energy against you all of a sudden the question becomes and I asked it and so did many of the faithful uh, there were religious uh, presences there as well from the temple of the benevolent earth there was a priest of fortuna known as a fortunate uh, there was also one of the faceless of Golthon and each of them asked in their own way how do we determine who deserves it the guild were just looking out for themselves each of the guilds was saying we will all benefit from this but the faiths were saying but not everyone should so do we give it over to gods and priests and philosophers to decide who has power or should everyone be set on an equal footing and then be told best of luck may fortuna be with you the idea of power and its spread and what the well could achieve if more diffuse is one that the inhabitants of the world below are ever discussing and something that the people of the world below are ever keen to throw their lives away to pursue but it is a permanent from my world El Dorado it is a place that people will go and never return from because they are sure that this promised land will make their lives and other lives better it is good to have purpose it is good to have hope the promise of the well is great but in my my experience the promise of hope is all very well until you start losing the best of your communities the strongest of your settlements the most mindful from your guilds and religions it makes me wonder, and I'm no conspiracy theorist, if the well-witches want this permanent migration, if they want people travelling down to find them, to weaken the settlements. But then the question becomes, what do you think the well-witches are doing with the people who descend that far? It's a concern I'm sure you'll agree the promise of the well then just one aspect of the world below that fascinates and intrigues me persistently but there are many more and I will speak with you about some of those very soon <laughs>